We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 133 of Married Millennials. We are one week out from Halloween, and I am just... Entirely way too pumped. We have Halloween decorations somewhere, but I can't find them. And Justin can attest to how devastated I was when it came to put up these lights. They're like purple Halloween lights, and I don't, I don't know. The, the garage ate them. Joy was out here in a full panic. Baby, I can't find the lights. Where I are really the lights? Was. Like I she function. had us in the garage with our cell phone flashlights looking for these doggone lights. Yeah. Joy loves festivities. I never really understood Halloween decorations. Unless you go like all the way out, like getting your house set up for Halloween, it's not Christmas. Not a lot, but just a little bit because it's like it's the edge of a festive season. It's just like it's it's like just acceptable to go ahead and do something a little crazy. Okay. And that's why I like it. But also I like Halloween because I think it just really helps when my parents first got divorced to have a holiday where there was no family allegiance. Like I didn't have to go see a family. It was still something I could celebrate, something that had a little bit of nostalgia and tradition tied in, but I, I didn't have to worry about which parent I was going to see. So I just think like... Now that makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, like Halloween has taken over... Uh, it's just taking over. So not to get all deep on you. I, really, we should have saved that, I guess, for next week for ha- <laughs> for ha- the Halloween episode. Not that there's going to be a Halloween episode. Not at all. But hey, there might be. I have something so fun. And this is like two weeks out, but whatever. I'm going to talk about it. I have something really fun planned for the weekly wellness newsletter for your physical activity. So if you're not signed up for the weekly wellness newsletter, you should do so so that you get the Halloween uh, newsletter. We can... Get cracking! I'm very excited about it, though. Very excited. I can. I'm, I see you, you're all hyped. Two weeks out. Yeah. Joy's never. Joy doesn't get really excited far out with things. She's always like, no. "Okay, we'll wait till it gets here before she starts this to show excitement." Oh, that's so true. So I'm interested to see I'm what comes up. I'm trying to work on that. So now though. you're hyping it though, because so if it, you know I hype your newsletter all oh, the time. Oh no, no, you will so not be not, disappointed. If it's not hyped, then I'm gonna be highly it's disappointed. It's gonna be great. Like it's <laughs> now I'm second guessing myself. I think that it's going to be wonderful. And that's all that matters. Oh, you guys. I So I'm walking around at, at work at the studio. And I'm walking around and I have, I'm going to tell the, the, the Apple story. So I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm walking and my spoon is clanging in my bowl because I'm trying to be green. I brought my own bowl, my own spoon. I had lunch in another building. I was walking over to my, to my building where I work. And the spoon's clinging in there or clanging in there. I'm like, oh, this is annoying me. So I took it out. And then I just had too much in my hand. So I put my phone in the bowl and then hold on, held on to the spoon. And I just had this fleeting thought. And I went, oh, it's an apple in a bowl. And as I thought that, I saw a coworker. And he was just standing out there on a phone call or something. But this is the kind of person I can interrupt. And I went, hey, I said, do you want an apple? Like, you know, just. Like serious as ever, do you want an apple? And he looked at me, so he looks in the bowl and there's my phone. And he just like looked at me and he was like, get out of here. And I fell out. I mean, I was laughing to the point where I couldn't breathe. Like that's how much I had cracked myself up. And it led to this whole conversation of just, that. Why are you looking at me like that? You know, You're tell judging your story. Me, uh, uh, of Justin and I saying, well, really me telling him that 
I think it's most important that you make yourself laugh. If you're not funny to anybody else, you should at least be funny to you. And in that moment, I was the world's greatest comedian. I was like, oh my God, you had a, jo- a joke. You tested on somebody immediately. You got a desired result. You're, you're the woman. Like, that's what I thought. You know what is unfortunate <laughs> about that story? When you first told me, I didn't find it funny. And now hearing it again, <laughs> it's so- less funny. <laughs> But like, I wish I had. So I wish good. I had the dud sound effect, like doom. Yeah, and you know what? I do recognize that it's one of those things where it's not fun to retell the story because it wasn't funny in the first place. It, what's so funny is that it's not funny. Correct. But, it's not funny at all. Right, but that's why it's funny because it's just stupid. Like it's completely. All right, don't you judge me. I feel like also, things that are funny are funny. I want to call attention to this because when we started recording, I put my hand on your leg and you not so gently nudged it off with your elbow. Did you consciously do that? Probably. Okay. I get hot. I don't, I was say, I don't I like being touched. I know it's because you're hot. Yes. I was it, like, it's like, warm. We got this light on. For some reason, it's a little hotter than I expected to be recording right now. Because it's October. And I was like, why am I sweating as we try to record this episode and any additional body heat is not the move. Yeah, this is what you do to me at nighttime, though, too, when we cuddle. So I just had, like, negative you flashbacks. flashbacks. Yeah. Well, look. Are I, you just not giving me love? It's not a love thing. I, I, I am in yeah, this point, I'm sweating. I literally, as we sit and record, I have that little layer of sweat over like my if legs. If I were to touch you, you'd be a little sweaty. Yes. Uh, or a little Right sticky. now. So when I have that, like, why do you think I want your body heat touching me when I'm already hot? Because you love me. Look, th- here's, the, here's the thing about loving you. I know about that's irrational. You. But no, here's the thing about loving you. I, I love you so much that I don't want you to have to deal with my irritation from touching, from you touching me when I'm already hot. Because I know it's going to lead to a change in my temperament. Because when I'm hot, I am quickly irritable and annoyed. So because my love for you is so strong, I don't want you to have to touch me to then make me hot and get triggered. And then I have to just turn into some crazy person. How that bullshit taste coming out <laughs> your mouth? <laughs> was it delicious? You're like, Ooh, yeah, little bullshit spewing out my tongue. Look, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm just letting you know because uh, I love you, you so love much. You love me so much so that much. you don't want to get irritated, so you're preventing the irritation. Correct. By, okay, okay. So I'm looking, but, I'm looking out for all of us. By refusing me love, got it. No, I'm not refusing you love. I'm actually giving you love. I'm giving you love. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not doing anything did that would be Did you try to ridiculous. talk yourself out of trouble when you were younger? Yes, I did. I know that you didn't You didn't know when to be quiet, but you, you tried to like talk yourself out. <laughs> you know what? I just had a flashback. You know when you were a kid and you knew you were caught? Like you, you did something and your parents for sure knew that you were caught. But in your head, you're like, okay, I got to talk my way out of this. And you sit there. And I remember, I'm going to take a, a vivid moment. I remember when I was I was in probably grade school. I don't remember the exact grade, maybe like second or third grade. And I had I took for show and tell, I took this <laughs> customized piggy bank to the to, to class. Right. And my my grandmother my maternal grandmother had had made this for for me, and I was like, "Oh yes!" And as a kid, I you know kept it in my backpack because that's the only way you know I know how to do things. And at the end of the day, I ended up throwing my backpack like I always do, and I shattered this porcelain piggy bank. You threw it like, "Okay, I'm home for the day." Exactly, like, yeah, and no. I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Just panicked. I was freaked out. And I opened my backpack, and sure enough, there's no piggy bank. It's just pieces of porcelain <laughs> in my backpack. And about a week or so went by, 
And my mom had knew that I took my piggy bank for right. show and tell. So a week or so goes by, and my mom's like, oh, Justin, where's your piggy bank? <laughs> and I remember sitting there like, you know what? Where is my piggy bank? I got up. I looked through my closet. I was like, it was in my backpack. Like, I, I brought it home. Like, where is it at? She goes, Justin, where is the piggy bank? And you know, I'm looking, you know, you're feverishly looking for something that you know is not there. there, It is, it is for sure, without a doubt, not there. You know for sure that it's broken. You discarded (laughs) it at school. So you didn't have any evidence in the house. Like, you know for a, for certain Dang, it was a wrap. You didn't even let her have the pieces. No, nah, there was no pieces. I was like, I'm not bringing this evidence home. Right. And so I'm looking again feverishly, and I'm moving shoes in my closet. I'm doing the absolute most. <laughs> and then she goes, Justin, where is the piggy bank? I broke it. <laughs> and I broke down crying. <laughs> like, I threw it in the kitchen. And just... But I tried. I sure did try to talk my way out of that. I, and I think that that's normal. You know what's annoying about being a kid is you fail to realize you're stupid. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the worst part about being a kid because you're like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. You don't think anyone – you can't fathom how much smarter adults are than you. So you just – You do dumb shit. And, and then but that's not. like the beauty of being a kid. And now <laughs> what I'm interested in right. is being a parent and having my kids try oh, some so shit excited. like that on me because I'm gonna play into it. It's like, like I'm, I'm oh, gonna just continue just to dive. Let really? Help let me help look. you look. Yeah. Where, where are you sure you haven't seen it? And we're diving and we're just looking. I'm like, wow, that's and crazy. then finally just look at them. And be like, and look, so you're gonna tell me what happened? Exactly. You wanna keep looking? <laughs> and then just have that yeah. that full moment. I'm excited to play that game. But that's what you do as a kid. So I say I tell that story to say is that yes, I. I tried to talk myself out of a lot of things as a kid. I still yeah. talk myself out of things as an adult. I feel like that skill doesn't go away. No, I I'm just I, slick with I my always words. say that yeah, you you don't you've never been in a fight simply because I I've seen you take a, a not a hostile situation, but a situation that I would consider hostile and just like really diffuse it. Which is weird because I feel like you you also love playing devil's advocate too, or you did back in the day. Oh, I still do. Yeah, but but you yeah, you're pretty good at diffusing a situation. Like somebody will be really upset with you, and then like you hit them with something, and they're like, "Yeah, man, you're right. I don't even know why." Like it's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I just look at it as most of the times when people get in a fight, it is an emotional response. And we can't control our emotions. So instead of thinking rationally, we just think with anger and rage. A lot of speaking mostly about men. So we just react. And so our natural reaction, if we're hurt, if we're upset, if we don't want to control that, that anger or acknowledge that anger or whatever that emotion is, it's easy for us to just get it out through physical Mm -hmm. exertion. And I have not had the need to be in a fight because when you're so hyped up and wild, I'm going to just talk you through how reckless you're being and then eventually it clicks and we move and sometimes if it doesn't then I just walk away from the situation I just for me there's just there's no reason I don't think there's really a need to fight over anything now actually I shouldn't say that because there are some times when someone just has to get their ass whooped so I I get that but most I would say most instances can be talked out of it doesn't feel good to me hurting anybody emotionally or otherwise. Like, so that's that's my stance on fights. Like, it just doesn't feel good to hurt people. Um, but speaking of emotions, we we did our birth charts. I mean, I've known mine, but we went to a breakfast and reconnected with a friend, and we talked about Justin's birth chart. And you are a so your sun sign is Aquarius, your moon is Sagittarius. And his ascendant sign is Cancer, which Sagittarius and Cancer are two pretty emotional signs. Like, 
pretty emotional. You know what so. I think about all this? Joy could have just read me Mandarin. <laughs> That's how much I understand this. Oh, your okay. sun sign's Aquarius. Your moon is Sagittarius. Your ascendant is Cancer. Your descendant is Pluto. <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> I, what? I don't know what any of this Listen, stuff means. It just... There are just traits that that are are the biggest influences on, on you as far as the zodiac goes. Now obviously there's much more and if you ever are interested in getting a birth chart read, you need to go to somebody who reads birth charts and really like can dive into the fullness of who you are. But but the zodiac is just what the the earth was doing at the exact moment you were born. That's it. And uh mine I'm a Virgo sun Another Sagittarius moon, and then I'm a, what's my, uh, oh, Libra ascended. Which is interesting because I've only ever, quote unquote, beefed with Sagittarius and, <laughs> and Libras. And not beef, but just like bumped Clashed. heads. Yeah, and I think that that's probably because, I mean, maybe because I have those traits too. So like, There's only room for one of me. I, I found out with all of this, again, I still don't know what it means. Um, but it, I guess it's, I have a combination of no emotion with high emotion, yes. so that's why I am mild. You're pretty emotion. evenly killed. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you say that on an emotional level, I'm pretty evenly killed? Yes, I would say so too. And I think that well, you were emotionless for a while. Or I shouldn't say emotionless. <laughs> you masked your emotions very well. Like you, you like you oh, put I your emotions in myself a, feel stuff. exactly like, oh, in okay. a dark place. <laughs> yeah, and then finally, so now you yeah. have you've allowed yourself to feel your feelings, and now I feel everything. God and damn and it. now, everything. so yeah, I, I would say you're yeah you're not a a high emo- you're emotional, but not in emotional in the sense that you feel your emotions, but not emotional as if you're irrational. I'm not irrationally emotional, correct? And I never have been. I I've been irrationally not emotional, like. Hmm, why don't I care about this? And like I like I mean really to the point where I would uh I would look around the room like see other people's emotional reactions be like, oh, okay, guess we should be like kind of down about this, but really like I could crack a smile. And again, not because I was crazy or a sociopath, because I just watched the Jake Paul documentary on um YouTube and that stuff was crazy and great. You should watch it. Um, but he basically the whole point behind this is for him to find out whether or not uh, this YouTuber. Uh, so Shane Dawson is doing the docu series, and the whole point is to figure out if Jake Paul is a sociopath. And as they're saying these signs of, of a sociopath, I was like, okay, wait, I've experienced some of those things. I'm definitely not a sociopath because I just had to introduce myself to empathy if that makes sense I just didn't have it naturally and I do think some of those things are nurture and growing up like it was very much like you know you think logically first and then you know emotion is kind of a weak thing to do when making decisions and I now I know that emotions a very important part of decision making but you cannot have emotion without any logic but your gut matters, right? Your emotions matter. Oh, 100% your gut matters. Yeah. That's your strongest your strongest feeling. Right. It's, it's intuition. Even though I've always had intuition. I don't know. I really don't know what it's all about. I can't really dissect myself right now. But uh, I don't know. I've got, I've got a pretty emotional sign too, though. And actually, Libras are supposed to be balanced, like really balanced people. Even though, no offense to the Libras that I've met, <laughs> y'all aren't balanced. <laughs> None of you are. So anyway, that's my little... Uh, shtick on the zodiac so if you want to look up your birth chart you should all you need is well obviously your name where you were born and the time you were born and then and then the magic shazam happens. but you do need the exact time you were born like the minute 
Yeah, 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 all this stuff. Again, I don't, I don't know what half of it means, but sure, it works out well. In completely unrelated news, NBA season is back. Are we excited? Yes, we are very excited because Braun, my guy, Braun, Braun, is officially a Laker. Now, I know we saw him playing the preseason, but preseason doesn't count. LeBron, it just it doesn't count. It's it's exhibition play. It but just, he's on the court. Nah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't count towards the record. It it doesn't it doesn't See, mean. See, now anything. I feel like you're speaking Mandarin. It's like all right. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. But Bron is Bron's back, and I and I was telling the homies for a while when I was watching the preseason games. I was like, LeBron didn't look right in the Lakers uniform. I was like, I'm just this is not this is not the look. He looked awkward to me. And then opening night, their first game of the season. Braun was in a Lakers uniform, and I was like, yeah. What's the point Braun of preseason, good. like just to practice? It's just, it's just to get the kinks out. I mean, that's, that's what it, it is. It's all seasons have preseasons. You, you have more players signed to your roster. You're allowed to carry a, a higher number of players, and then from yeah. there you kind of just see who works, and then you have to make a final roster, and then that is you know, who you go into the season with. Yeah, so I guess just, dance you have. Well, like you have a dress rehearsal. It's like training camp. We don't have like pre-recital, but we have dress rehearsal. So, but yeah, it's it's just like that. But all it. all sports have a preseason, some type of preseason where you you go through and decide who's who's what, who's not, who's gonna make the team, and you go and you go for there. But it looked good. I'm just saying, LeBron in the Lakers uniform is is a sight to see. I'm I'm excited. If you're an alien species and you look down on Earth, does basketball look stupid? <laughs> like, really, does it look stupid? Like, if you if you're visiting Earth for the very first time, there are these grown men running around in tanks and shorts, up and out of court, throwing a ball. Does that look crazy? We're not throwing a ball. You're th- the throwing a ball would be football. That's what you're throwing. You are th- bouncing and throwing. You still throw it at the hoop. Do you not? Do you? Do no, you we shoot it. We don't throw it at the hoop. It's being thrown. No, an it's alien being doesn't shot. know it's being that you're shot shooting at, something. The amount of distance. I, I cannot allow. Please right, get your arm off right, me. Right. Please do not. I cannot sit up here and allow you to okay. to just okay. talk negatively so, about the game so of basketball. You're shooting the ball. Does it look weird to the aliens? They're like, what are they doing? Are they like, yeah? What? I feel like they'd actually pick up. Why on the game is this necessary? Quick. I don't know. If I were an alien, I would pick up. On I, it I just, I just need to know why there's so much hostility to the game of basketball. I just, I, you know, I want to understand. I, I don't, there I don't is know. No hostility. I just, do, I do can't you understand? understand how so many people like it? Like, I really don't. I so, don't dislike basketball. I just like I can't understand. So you know, you know what you know what's interesting. How people get so hyped, and I know that I'm sitting here talking about like the zodiac, and I'm hyped off that. Like, so I get that my interests are de- like obviously just different, but I can't understand how so many people like the same thing. Like, people love basketball and they love football. It's a it's a sense of camaraderie. Start there. Okay. You rally around a common interest. When okay. you rally around a common interest, you then share qualities but with other people. But how do you get interested? It's it's a cultural phenomenon. But it's why just, did I miss the interest vote? Maybe I'm just sad that like I don't care and everyone well, else well, does. Well, babe, I, I think anyone who's listened to our show for the last 133 episodes, this being the 133rd, I think they would understand why you missed that vote. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not looking at you like any kind of <laughs> Justin's way. Justin's looking at me like he's disgusted everywhere. I'm not disgusted. You're, you're unique. Why are you making faces You're then? unique in your own way, but we're not going to sit up here and, and bash basketball. I'm that's, not that's bashing not going basketball. To I'm really just you, trying to... You literally just said if an alien was looking down on earth I wonder you... if they think like oh, what so, are they but doing but see here's the thing now if I came up with some sideways ass comment like that and it came t- 
talking about Joy's interest, like why she's going to have my head for lunch. I feel like if an alien were into any of my interests, they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's right. You figured that out. That's what, I, that's what I feel like an alien. So you, you think you're elevated Minus, beyond everyone else? like my YA obsession. I think they'd be like, so this is what you read? And I'd be like, yes. Yes, this is it. And it's amazing. You understand that basketball is just completely, deeply weaved into your husband. You understand that, I, right? I, I understand. I watch it. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I do, but and yet I this is the response. I, I get, get it, but I don't. Like, there's just no attachment. Okay, so I'm gonna put this out there. When I get courtside tickets to go see Braun play in L.A., I'll make sure I don't negative, invite you. Negative. I'll Here's make sure the I don't thing. invite you. No, no, because in that case, it's not about the game of basketball. It's about experiencing something. A live game. But I don't is want different. you to experience something that you think aliens would come down and think is weird. I would hate to subject you Why to something that is so mad? silly. So I'm going to make sure when I get tickets. Justin, are you when I get your t- feelings right no, now? No, I'm not in my feelings. I'm just, going to, I'm just going to explain and break down your words. So when I get tickets to see Braun courtside, I'm going to just let you guys know. I'm like, hey, someone you know want to come I accompany me? I wouldn't be upset. Like if you were like, I'm going to take somebody who actually really loves basketball. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that actually makes sense. But I would like to go. But if you were like, I, you know, like me and, and Randy are going to go, I'd be like, all right, yeah, cool. You would be cool. If I said I'm going to take Randy yeah. to go see sit courtside for a Lakers game over you, you're fine with that? Yeah. 100% fine with that. Let the record state that if I get courtside tickets, I can bring what Randy over you. What am I doing you. instead? At the house, kicking it, doing nothing. There's no other Does plans. anything happen after the courtside tickets, or do you just watch the game? It's like, oh, we're going over LeBron's house afterwards. Because like, <laughs> if that's happening, then I'm mad, right? I have a little bit of FOMO. But if it's like we're just going to go watch the game, and I get alone time, and like I could take a bath and read and like dance around in my underwear for a little bit. So a bath alone time and dancing around in your underwear is more fun and more enjoyable <laughs> Than sitting courtside of the Lakers it's game. It's literally more fun and more enjoyable than most things. Like, that's how deeply I feel about it. Wow. Like, that's not even a joke. I wish that I were joking, but I am not. Wow. And my fellow introverts will understand. So, I'm, okay, so th- this is, yeah. we're letting the record state that Justin is in the clear for not inviting Joy to dope shit. No. When it comes to athletic wait, events. dope shit. Okay, here, listen. No, 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 no. We... We we we've, we've solved it, cut and dry. Yeah, I think I'm like I, I'm tempted to say I'm 99 percent okay with it, but I'm kind of feeling like I'm at 100. I would like to be invited. I would like the opportunity to pass up the invitation if I if I want to pass. So up I need it. to come to you first. I got to yeah, offer. Yeah, you first. I think like that's how I feel. Like uh, still offer me, but if you're like I actually really want to go with Randy, then all right. Now if you like, I want to take some other hussy. No, come. I'm your hussy. This is not. The, the, Come on now. Yeah. I'm going to take what idiot. And I bet you there are some idiots. I was going to say there were idiots. What idiot would go to a public event with another woman if you were married or in a relationship, especially if you had courtside tickets? Like, you know, I, I can know. see I you. Feel, I feel There's like cameras. We we're letting the record show, we needed to like put, set the record straight. You okay. Know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, yeah. I think about it. Yeah. Are you, I'm sure there is somebody who, somebody listening knows who did some dumb shit like this. Like, you know what? Let's go to this public event where there's cameras and it's going to be televised and I'm going to bring my side chick or my yeah. side dude and we're going to enjoy this sporting event. Mm-hmm. You know what kind of sense that makes? None. Don't be that dumb. We if you're were, that dumb, you should be single. <laughs> we were at the Jay-Z concert. I won't say who it is, but there was a celebrity there and he was shown on the big screen with some other girl rubbing up on him and he was in 
a public relationship with another celebrity. And like, so the screen flashed to him and like, he kind of looked like, like with his eyes, his eyes got all big. And then the second later he was snatched down from off the screen. Cause I think somebody was like, yo son, <laughs> like he has a girl and that's not her. Don't put him on the big screen. But yeah. Cause didn't the, the crowd make noise? Someone bad saw, was like, Ooh. look, bad look. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Like you bad can't be that look. dumb. Yeah. Like, you can't be, especially if you're a celebrity, you got money. Yeah. Like, you can go ahead and, like, go rent the Airbnb in the Hollywood Hills. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I don't need you to tell people how to be slick. Look, I'm just saying, I'm not not condoning the behavior. If you're going to participate in the behavior, I have some suggestions. That's (laughs) all I can say. I'm not condoning shit. But if you're going to do something, at least let's let's talk about this. Let's let's, let's talk about why you're doing it. And if you decide that you want to move forward, be like, come on, man. Can we at least think, can we think through it a little bit? Just doesn't make doesn't make much sense, but hey, you know, to each his own. Whatever you do, but I'll make sure I at least give you the invitation. Yeah, that's all special. I ask. I, I I got you. But LeBron, welcome to LA. I mean, listen, I'm happy for him on a personal level. I think it's cool. Like weather's better out here. Uh, he obviously has like the gates open for him as far as opportunity goes. So like, yeah, it's a good move. Like when you explain that part to me. So I'm excited for him on a personal level. I'm not particularly interested or um, invested in the game of football, but. Game of football. Damn. Oh my god! Do y'all do you see? Do y'all see? Do you see the level hey, of, of babe, just debauchery I, and disgrace? You know, I this know is it's unbelievable. Basketball. It was just a Freudian. Slip. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yay sports! You talk about opposites attract. I, I, how can something I'd be so we passionate so about opposite? I don't. I have no idea. Oh my! It, I, I literally You're can't believe you just said that. You're not passionate about the things I passionate about. We just talked about it. You do like you feign interest at least. Yeah. Like, you do don't even give me that. that. I asked you to watch the first quarter of the game. Joy got through three minutes and had to go. I was going to take a bath. She's like, I, I had I can't. already announced that I was going to take a bath. He was like, watch the first quarter of the game with me. And I'm like, for what? Like, I don't understand it. I, like what you and I, I asked. I was like, oh well, do you just want me to like sit here with you? And he didn't answer, so I was like, okay. so you dipped. You know, it's but I at least it's all for, good. I stayed for a little bit to like entertain you. Well, Bron, we're I'm looking forward to the time we get to link up, grab yeah. some dinner. Oh, and I would love get, to talk. Oh to him. yeah, Bron, we, we're yeah. gonna chop it up, and and then you can can talk to to Joy. Please tell me, Matt, that ex- I'm not invested and in, explain in to her. That basketball is a beautiful thing, and then you just talk about your process. Like break it down in a, How in a scientific way. I've been way. trying to get you to watch or read a YA book. Uh, yeah, you're just not going to do it. You're not interested, and that's okay. It's fine. Okay, but I love it, and I know so much about that world. But you want to talk about it? No. How, how often do I make you talk about book stuff? Like for real? Not not often. Not since we talked about dark matter. We but you but it. you know what's funny though about Joy's book? So she talks about she talks about my stuff. There's been a few times where Joy is listening to one of her YA sci-fi books, and I'll come into the room while she's listening to it, and then she gets uncomfortable. No, okay, yesterday fine, but you were making faces and you were like acting out, like you were you were taunting me. So you're you were em- making fun of my stuff. You're embarrassed, is what I'm, I'm is what I'm hearing. You're annoying. You were annoying. Are, you're, me. You were slightly embarrassed last night. You weren't slightly. I, was I was doing nothing. Why was it? Un- you were just like sitting why was there it uncomfortable? staring at me while I was like trying to listen to my book, and then it just felt like it felt like out of place. You know, like I'm transported. So you don't want you don't want to share your passions with the world. You don't want to share world? your passions sure, with you. Uh, 
Uh, wow. Not, if we were like, hey, we're going to listen to this audiobook together, but for you to like jump in and then like it was towards the end and weird stuff was happening, like it was a climax. And you know how the climax, like you have to understand what has happened before in order to appreciate what's happening now. So like, and like in this particular book, it's super fantasy. I mean, super fantasy. So like, I mean, like the characters are referred to as God Spawn. Like it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Like they're the children of these gods that Sparrows. were over the city. Actually, I really do recommend that if you just want to read a beautiful book, um, read Strange the Dreamer. And then, it, and it's a duology. And the second book is Muse of Nightmares. And that's the one that I just finished by Lainey Taylor. It's grossly good. She's such a good writer. Anyway, I won't talk about it, but I know a lot about this stuff, so if you want to just talk about it at any point in time, let me know, but I won't bog Justin down with it, with the details. Thank you. I, I, yeah. I appreciate it. Like when I met that novelist and we were talking... I didn't say anything, but I stood right there. But you probably understood what we were saying. Yeah, I understood, and I stood right there, and I supported you. But weren't you like, oh, she knows things about the publishing She reads weird books. Aliens think she's strange. This is dumb. See, I'm I'm supportive. Supportive? Can we get that? Support? That's what we do? I support you. Husband and wife? You've talked about support. I mean, listen, Justin, it's been 11 years. I went to all your games. I've, I've been present for lots of conversations about sports, during which I'm always like... How much longer are we going to talk about this? <laughs> and the answer is usually another hour and a half. Fair so, enough. like, I, I've I've paid my dues. You ha- you have paid your dues. Speaking of eleven years, I had a fun conversation with a friend of mine. We were talking about dating and relationships, and she had brought up the one of her fears was like, how do you not get tired of someone? Like, she was like, you know, I'm, I want to date, and I'm going to have a relationship, and eventually get married. But like, one of her biggest fears is not growing sick and tired of somebody and I was like look I completely understand it was one of my biggest fears but I think what I've learned in my own personal experience is when Joy and I first started dating I was I enjoyed the time I spent with her but I very much enjoyed kicking it with my friends or hanging out by myself and then we broke up for a bit and we got back together over the past what six seven years since that time I've enjoyed spending more and more time with joy. Whereas before I enjoyed, I enjoyed our time together, but I liked doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. Where now it's like, where's my wife? I like kicking it with joy. And, and, I, and I, the reason why I, I say that or why I believe that change has happened is because joy and I have truly become friends. I, joy is my, my, my best friend. No shade to, to my best friend, but Joy yeah. is my <laughs> best friend. And when you develop a friendship within your relationship, you don't grow tired of them. I mean, think about the friends that you have. And even look at people who are older than you. You've had friends in your life or your parents or your grandparents have friends for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. And they still kick it. They enjoy each other. They hang out. They talk weekly. If they live in different parts of the country, they still make a, make plans to see each other. So how can people not grow tired of their friends after decades and decades? You know, granted, they're not living up under each other. They're not sharing the same right. bed. They're not seeing, there's distance that helps with that. But, you know, go with me here. Is you know, These relationships can be maintained for 
quarter centuries, half centuries uh, of time without necessarily growing tired of these people. But in a a relationship is that some of us have not developed that friendship component Mm -hmm. within our relationship with our partner. So when we come together, it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, or it's husband and wife or fiance and fiance. We haven't necessarily established that, that place where we can just come and kick it. Yes, when Joy and I hang out, it's husband and wife, but it's also like the homies kicking it. Yeah. Like we legitimately kick we it, do, and that's that. where I've seen as as the older that we get, I enjoy spending more and more time with Joy because we we know how to kick it. Like we can just be friends. We can talk about whatever that's going on that friends talk about. Like we can have those conversations, but also what spouses talk about, we can have that conversation too. Yeah, and that's been the most enjoyable part. And also, of this. do what spouses do. Yes, and do spouses. Do you know what I'm saying? Hey, little, little freak Nick now. But, you know, just to be able to, to, to have that depth within a relationship makes makes all the difference. Yeah, it's a, I, I agree with all that. And I think, too, that people think, well, how do you not get over a person and they fear feeling unpleasant feelings towards them? And and even just at the top of the show, like, well, you weren't annoyed with me, but but we get annoyed with one another. We still get frustrated with one another. For sure. There are times it's like, I don't like you right now, and we can say that out loud, and it's like, okay. Uh, I think it's just a matter of being insecure in what you have with that person and 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 not doubting its strength. If you've done the work to build up a, a, a strong relationship, it's going to be strong. If you continue to do the work to do it, it's going to be strong. It's like going to the gym and running miles and miles and miles. And then, you know, the next day being like, oh, do, you, do I think I can, you know, you run, I'm sorry, let me get my analogy straight, okay? <laughs> so let's say for a month, you've been working up to run 13 miles and you run 13 miles. And then the next day after that 30 days, you're like, okay, well, I only have to run one mile today. It's like, ooh, but can I run one a mile? Because I've been running 13, yeah. Like you could take a step back. You can run 13. You've got the strength and the endurance to do it. And that's what happens when you, this wasn't the best analogy. Fine. Okay. I messed <laughs> it up a little bit, but you get it. Like if you, we kind of follow. Yeah. If you've built yourself up enough, if you, your relationship is strong enough, you can handle those moments of annoyance or of dislike, of displeasure, of disappointment. Like all those things will happen, but you just, you, you keep moving forward and that's all. That's all that it is. Most definitely. And I would also say that there's a growth component as well, where Joy and I have continued to grow individually as well as a couple. So we are experiencing life differently as the days, months, and years go by. Yeah. If you're experiencing the same thing, some of you are in a job right now, you've been in the same job for one, two, three, four years, and there hasn't really been much growth your irritation level with that job and your coworkers is probably a lot higher than someone who maybe had this job, got promoted in 12 to 18 months, and then they went on to another position, and then they moved to company. So they're constantly on the move. They're experiencing life or they're experiencing their work in different capacities. And that's stagnant. And it's not just the same thing that you're looking at every single day. It's like, damn, I've been looking at the same desk, these same people, these same walls for years, and we wonder why we're frustrated. But we sometimes take that same approach to our relationship. If you're not growing as individuals, you're experiencing your relationship on the exact same level. Right. And I would grow tired of that too. Uh, you're right. like, okay, this is cool. I like you, but it's like, damn, we got we to gotta do something more. And that's why it's so important that you have to continue to grow as people. And Agreed. when we, when Joy and I 
hang out and we engage with each other. The conversations that we were having in 2016 are different than the conversations we're having in 2017, which are different than the conversations that we're having in 2018, which I'm sure will be different than the conversations we're having in 2019. Yeah. You guys can go in and listen to episode one through 10 and now listen to episode 120 to 130. Don't Don't do that. You're going to hear just a difference in how we do things because there's been growth. Some opinions that we had two, three years ago are not the same opinions we hold now. And now we get to experience life differently. And that's why and I, I, I just stro- strongly encourage is continue to find ways. Like this is what you, you talk about learning to, to continue to date your partner and to travel and have activities and hobbies because you have to be able to experience life differently. You have to be able to grow, get out of your comfort zone. That's what life is about. That's what love is about. This is a, an experience between two people. Like, why, If you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody, why would you want to experience the rest of your life doing the exact same thing over and yeah, over and over terrifying. again? And that's like when people also say, like, oh, I can't imagine having sex with the same person. Well, if you're, not, if you're having the same ass sex, yes, I can understand. That's whack. I get it, but yeah. if we're if, can we explore something in our in our sex life? Mm-hmm. Can we you know maybe go to a a sex workshop or bring in some toys or do different positions or talk about something else or or do it in other places in your house? Go rent a hotel and do something completely out of the ordinary, whatever it is. But you just got to be able to sprinkle in some new with what you got going on. Because, again... Thank you for listening. We have to go now. (laughs) (laughs) Are you feeling some type of way? I was like, okay. Yeah, Yeah, you feeling some type of way. But it's it's just like that's that's what we we have to do. Is that relationships are no different than anything else we have in life. Like we got to be able to spice it up and, and have some fun. Yeah, I, there's a, I remember learning in interpersonal communications that stagnation is often the last step before the demise of a relationship. So you're definitely on to something there. And I think that it's either, okay, you experience stagnation and you press through it and you continue on the wheel again and you get back into that romantic love or you experience stagnation and you go your separate way. So the key, like Justin said, is to keep growing, keep moving. And I think the one of the best ways that I've experienced within our relationship, at least, uh, f- for individual growth is to have com- the complete support of your partner. 100%. For that individual growth, both Justin and I are genuinely interested in each other being the best version um, of themselves. We're not. I'm not looking for Justin to be the ver- best version of the of, manufacturer idea, right? Or, or like the best version of a husband that I consider. Like, gotcha. I'm not like, oh, I need you to be this way. Because that's what I think a husband for me should be. Gotcha. But I am invested in him being the best version of Justin that he can be. And I know that that's going to translate to him loving me the way, the best way that he can. Yes. And that's enough. That's enough. Because I think that's the other thing that I see is that people start looking around when they're experiencing that stagnation or whatever. And that's when they really start to get resentful because they're looking at how other people are, are in their relationships. And they go, well, I want you to be more like that. Can yes. you be more like that? Could you treat me like how he, yeah. And not everybody loves the same. Not everybody communicates the same. Obviously not everybody is the same. So I think that's the other thing to be mindful is really, really know who you're working with and, and when choosing a significant other, think about those things. Are this person and I friends? Can we build something together? Do we support one another? Do we love one another? Uh, do we work through 
situations well <laughs> together. That's that's an important one. Hell yeah. Because I know Justin and I can work through a situation. Yeah, it may not always be fun, but we're going to work through no, it. No, we're going to work through <laughs> Funny it. Funny enough, I got a shirt on that says work. <laughs> yeah, work, 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 work. So, yeah, I, th- I think all those things are, are important to keep in mind when you're thinking about choosing a significant other. Because the truth is, you know, there's probably nine out of ten people that you're going to date that if you were to marry them, it would be bad news, right? Definitely. It's like, okay, yeah, I know I'm annoyed and I don't want to be with this person and I'm sick of this person. But then there's that one person who you're supposed to be with who it's going to be work, but it's not going to kill you to do the work. You're going to want to do it. You're going to be excited to nourish your relationship and watch it grow. And and because you've nourished your relationship, you've strengthened your relationship, and it's been this growing, living thing. Because relationships, I I feel, are alive. Oh, definitely. Definitely yeah. a living thing. You're, you're creating you're, it. You, you won't even have the nerve to be annoyed by it because you've done the work. You won't have the nerve. So... That's why you got to continue to fall in love Annoyed with each with other. the person yeah. <laughs> for a short period of time, heck yes. Yes, continue, but yeah. continue to fall in love you know, with, with, with each other. Have fun. When's the last time you and your, your partner or your spouse have gone on a, on a date? When's the last time you guys have something different? When you go on, on date nights, are you guys going to the same restaurants? Are you going to see the same type of movies? Yeah, are you going at the same times on the same days? Like Joy and I have made travel a priority for us. We head to Greece in a few weeks, and I am so damn excited. So excited. But that just that little moment allows us to bond and connect differently. We're away from our normal. Mm-hmm. We get to go out and experience things differently, experience new things. We get to hang out with each other, spend more time in a different manner. So I was like, you guys need to set up those goals. What you want to accomplish? What do you want to experience You know, new? And I'm also excited about this trip, not only because we get to see someplace new, but also because I've mastered the use of credit cards. And because of that, I've been able to do some fun, flexible things with points, which then lead to more creative opportunities. Some of you guys may know that I teach an online credit card course that's available on our website that talks about how you can use credit to get more out of your dollar, be more flexible with your dollar, and save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on your next travel trip. If some of you are like, wait, what? You got the keys to get your coin right and to be able to travel? Look, go to our website, lovejays.com. Under the resources tab, you'll see financial flexibility. Sign up for that course. It's only $25, and I promise you it's going to change the way, it's going to change the way you look at money. It's going to change the way you look at credit cards. And then you're going to be like, oh, damn, I need to book a trip immediately with my boo. Yep. Like that's that's what you got to do. And if you're engaged right now and you're about to get married and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to take this course so we know how to get planned for our honeymoon. I also got something for you too. 15 must have conversations before saying I do. Joe and I created a premarital coaching course that will change your marriage. I promise you, you will have at least, at least three conversations that you have not had before. I don't care if y'all been dating for a year, five years, 10 years, 15 years. You're going to have a conversation and engage in some fun that you have not done previously. 15 must-have conversations before saying I do is a must for all engaged couples. So, Would you say it's a must-have? It is a must-have. <laughs> it, it, is a, it is a must-have. So again, if you're engaged, you got two homework assignments. You got the course to get your, your coins right. And of course, yeah. you have the, the, the premarital coaching Well, it's worth well. it because, I mean, how many marriages demise because they don't have their finances together? Mm-hmm. And then how many are demise because they didn't know what they were getting into in the mm-hmm. first place? So uh, uh, 
15 conversations I love because it really does, it prepares you for what you're really getting into. And this is what, what I was saying earlier about really, you know, knowing who you marry, marrying the right person, or even just being with the right person, knowing that that person is supportive. We're on the same page. We're going to grow together. We've got, you know, the same, uh, the same ish mission in life. Like, you know, Justin wants to be a public speaker and I want to be a novelist and those aren't the same thing, but like we both have higher goals, right? So we're evenly killed in that way. I think it's just really important. For sure. So let's level yeah. up. Let's take some action. If you want to take your relationship to the next level, level sign up, up for the course. course. If you want to take your coin to the next level, sign up for the credit card course. And if you want to just level up your whole life, tell all your friends about Married Millennials because this is what we do. We love y'all. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And of course, share it with your friends. And if you are loving what you're hearing please leave us a review as well and as always let's keep the conversation going online you can head over to our website lovejays.com and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page thanks again and we'll see you next tuesday